Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Under the radar. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Under the Radar with me, Chua Tiantian. Now, let us put on our lab coats and head over to the chemistry lab today. Now, that's probably what you may have heard years ago as a student. Now, why am I bringing this up? Well, I'm bringing this up because our guest for today is New York Stock Exchange listed Waters Corporation, or a global leader that makes analytical instruments and software used in scientific laboratories. Now, founded in 1950. Water Corporation serves a wide range of customers, including those from the pharmaceutical, food and environment sciences, as well as design and development industries. Now, as instruments and software ensure the safety of the medicines we take, the purity of the food and water we consume, and the quality and durability of products we use every single day. Now, Waters Corporation has over 8,200 employees worldwide and operations in over 35 countries. But what is its scale within Singapore? How does it assess its growth in the coming years? Well, for more, let's speak to David Curtin, Vice President Asia Pacific of Waters Corporation. David, welcome on board. Thank you very much for having me today. Great to have you. And David, we've briefly talked about Waters Corporation as a producer and supplier of uh, instruments and software used in labs, but we want to hear from you. What are the products and services you provide and how would you define your value proposition and business model? Great. So uh, we're one of the largest um, scientific instrumentation companies in the world. We have approximately uh, 40,000 sites around the world or labs where our instruments can be found. Uh, primarily, we sell software um, and also liquid chromatography and mass spectrometry systems for analyzing uh, samples. So if, if you look at, um, if you've had a cup of coffee today or driven to the office or taken any medicine, there's a pretty good chance that uh, we would have been involved in the process of making any of those at some point. Just to get us through some of the uh, technical terms, when we talk about chromatography and etc., we are talking about identifying the purity of the things that we drink and eat. Is that correct? Exactly. Yes. Um, and, and there are two different processes there. They're, they're both different mass spec and liquid chromatography, but essentially doing the same thing. Mm. And let's take a look at your business verticals, David. I believe that the firm produces equipment that serves a number of use cases. You have equipment that serves the pharmaceutical industry, ensuring the safety of the medicine we take. You have equipment that serves the food and environmental sciences industry. So take us through your business verticals, which is the most important one for you financially? Well, in terms of revenue, uh, approximately 60 to 65% of our business comes from uh, pharma and biopharma. Uh, so that, that's the big drug companies around the world. Most of the top 50 we would work with. So as an example, AstraZeneca, Pfizer, Regeneron, they're all uh, clients of ours. Um, so that, that would be the core of our business. And then if we look beyond um, pharma, obviously you've mentioned food and we have clinical vertical as well. Uh, so that would be for the likes of clinical diagnostics for uh, things like breast cancer uh, or prenatal screening. Um, and then, of course, we're very heavily involved in through our TA business uh, in areas like uh, electric battery production, etc. Wow, electric battery uh, production. So yeah. take us through, I know you mentioned some of the players, including uh, AstraZeneca being your clients, but 
Any other names that perhaps can resonate with our audience as well? Uh, probably in the food space, if you think of any of the big food companies that are global in nature, they're probably clients of ours as well. Um, and we're involved in various different uh, uh, stages within the process of food development, particularly in uh, some of these synthetic meats, etc., that are currently being produced around the world. Uh, that's an area that we're heavily involved in. I think personally, the area that I'm most proud of uh, would be uh, the area of water testing, and that's making sure that the the things that we drink and eat are, are safe in nature um, in, in countries like Singapore, as well as many other countries mm. around the world. Right. And let's take a look at the wider business environment now. And David, what is Waters Corporation's positioning strategy against competitors, including the likes of Thermo Fisher Scientific or Bruker? How do you differentiate against these players? There are many very strong uh, companies in our space, that's for sure. I think if you look at our history of producing technology, we've always been at the cutting edge. That's one area. And I'd say that the area that we really excel at is a vast majority of our staff are PhD scientists. We generally get very deeply embedded with our clients to not just provide products, but to actually provide solutions to them. Uh, so we work very much hand in hand with them. Speaking of which, Waters Corporation has over 8,200 employees worldwide, operations in 35 countries, manufacturing facilities in 14. So take us through your global footprint. What is the role of APEC and Singapore in particular? How does APEC fit into your growth strategy? Waters is very unusual um, in, in the sense that a large proportion, over 40% of our business, uh, comes from the Asia region. Um, Asia Pacific is everything in Asia outside greater China. So if we combine the two, it's approximately 40% in revenue. Uh, for the Asia Pacific region, our business is uh, roughly 650 million in revenue. Uh, our headquarters is in Singapore. So Singapore is very much at the center of our operations. Um, the other very interesting thing about Singapore that may be of interest to your listeners is uh, we also manufacture um, a lot of our global products uh, from Singapore, directly manufacturing and also through uh, third-party relationships that we have. Um, so it's it's very much at the center of what we do in Asia, uh, Singapore. Uh, and we're very fortunate uh, as people working in Singapore that we have really amazing relationships with um, institutions like the EDB, uh, which really help us uh, grow our business in the region. They're incredibly supportive. Uh, so Singapore is absolutely a, a central to our plans. If you're just tuning in, we're now in conversation with David Curtin, Vice President, Asia Pacific at Waters Corporation. You talked about some numbers, right? Some figures, financial figures. And speaking of money, let's zoom in on your financial performance, David. Sales for the second quarter of 2023 for the firm at a global level were 741 million US dollars, which is an increase of 4% when we compare that against the previous year. So to what extent is this contributed by Singapore? Uh, well, as I said, Singapore is the, the headquarters for Asia Pacific. So we, we've had a, a very strong Q2 in Asia Pacific as well, but uh, 5% growth in a very tough uh, market. Uh, if we include China, um, that number is a, a negative number, um, and that is primarily due to the trading conditions in China. If you look at our competitors, and quite frankly, if you look at a lot of businesses, uh, not even related, China has been very, very tough, um, a tough environment to do business over the last kind of six months post COVID. Um, so Singapore is absolutely at the center um, of 
of that Asia operations. Um, and as I've said, we, we will anticipate doing about 650 million in sales for the Asia Pacific region this year. Looking ahead, though, uh, David, how would you assess the biopharma space in Singapore and within Asia Pacific right now? What are some key investment areas that the firm is looking to uh, grow at this point? Well, we're very positive on Asia generally, um, and we've been investing consistently for well over 25 years in this part of the world. Um, as I mentioned previously, it's it's unusual for an American company to have 40% plus revenue come from this part of the world. Um, we've invested in R&D in Singapore, for example, which we will continue to do. Uh, we have a uh, $250 million business in India alone and nearly 200 in Japan. Um, the, the really interesting part, I think, for maybe your listeners in Singapore is that we see Singapore at the center of that. Um, so some of the R&D work we're doing, for example, or some of the partnerships we're engaging in are designed to attract uh customers in the Asia region, but not necessarily in Singapore or Southeast Asia, to work with us on projects that they have in their home countries. But again, leveraging the expertise we have here in Singapore. Mm. Would you be able to provide some examples of those partnerships uh, that you're looking at with clients abroad, but using Singapore as perhaps an R&D hub or as a headquarters for administrative activities? Sure. Um, so we, we have a deep relationship with ASTAR and BTI um, here in Singapore, the Singapore government agencies. Um, and as a specific example of one uh, relationship we've developed through that network, um, is with a company called Bioinfra uh, in Korea. Uh, we established the ASEAN Academy for uh, Bioanalysis, uh, where we're um, basically designing an academy to help <clears throat> promote and develop skills in bioanalytical method development. Uh, so that's basically encouraging international companies to work with us here in developing new methods um, scientifically. And since we're on the topic of growth and the road ahead, uh, David, let's take a look at inorganic growth, right? Water Singapore recently announced its acquisition of Wyatt Technologies, which is a firm that makes equipment to analyze the size and mass of molecules and particles. Now, it sounds very technical here, but in layman terms, what were the reasons behind the acquisition? What opportunities does this deal uh, bring for Waters? Well, Wyatt was a, a huge acquisition for us. If you look at our revenue last year, about $3 billion US dollars, we've acquired this for cash for 1.4. Um, it fits very nicely with our footprint um, in our uh, pharma, biopharma footprint. Um, we think we can give Wyatt much broader access to clients that we have. Uh, again, it fits with that bioprocessing development um, strategy that we have. Um, so we think overall it fits very nicely with our broader uh, strategy in that area. Post-acquisition, how would that change your growth trajectory for Singapore, at least, with that inorganic growth coming in? Where it's interesting is um, that the acquisition fits with our, our strategy to go deeper into bioanalytical characterization of drugs and new modalities, particularly if we look at uh, concepts like cell and gene therapy. Uh, we see the overall global market for Wyatt's technology at about $2 billion, um, and that market segments growing at about 10% and Wyatt itself has been growing at a compounded growth rate of about over 20% in the last uh, three to four years. In Asia particularly, we believe that Wyatt is largely untapped. Um, so we're, we're pretty bullish in the Asia region 
um, um, for Wyatt particularly. And let's take a look at some future plans for Waters Corporation before we let you go. Uh, what is in the pipeline for the rest of this year and into the next? What can we expect as far as uh, Singapore is concerned? Uh, there, there are a number of areas that we're working on. We're very heavily focused on bioprocess, um, cell gene therapy, pharma, biopharma, as I've already said. Uh, one of the areas that's really interesting and might be interesting for your listenership is the area of what are sometimes referred to as forever chemicals. Um, so we're doing a huge amount of work in that area. Um, that There are recorded to be in the region of 15,000 plus forever chemicals. Th- these are chemicals that don't dissolve or dissipate, um, are known to cause health issues, um, and we're very heavily invested in that space uh, to try and help our clients understand that area better and obviously um, improve human health as a result. Exciting indeed. Thanks a lot, David. That was David Curtin, Vice President, Asia Pacific at Waters Corporation. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.